I'm Chris Jeppa. I'm Katie Norgren. And with us this week is a returning beauty and brains uh-huh. all in one <laughs> delightful package. We have uh, the gorgeous Madison is with us. Hi, everyone. Yay. Thank you for saving our butts. We needed a guest really bad. <laughs> We've been talking to only each other for a <laughs> while. Yeah. So thank listeners, thank you for putting up with that. And now we actually have a third person to reflect off of. And happy not, to be here. That is navel gazy. We didn't even have to bribe you or anything. Wait, I could have... There was bribes? You'll never know. <laughs> no! It's just because, like I said, I never do anything on the week. Well, I never make plans, so I just leave it open. Yeah. Just, like, see what the universe has to lob at you. And oh. apparently it's being a guest on our podcast. Exactly! Mm-hmm. And then going to visit cats later, so that's hey, my life. not a bad time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds pretty up your alley. <laughs> alley cat. Yeah. I saw that oh, coming. adorable! Three alleys away. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, what were we talking about that we said we had to save it for the podcast? Oh, I don't know. Spoilers for Master of None. Spoilers yeah. for Master of None. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, it's pretty good. Chef Jeff sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the having dated like people in that world. Yeah. It's the it's world of food. The world is. of food. For those of you who have not seen it, um, don't worry yeah, about the, spoilers. It's the world of food. I'm. I. It was a pretty accurate depiction of the douchey guy. Yeah. Oh, he's who, so fun. He's so cool. And then it's just like yeah, he travels all over the world. Yeah. He makes no reservations. Yeah. Hint, hint, not, hint, is sometimes hint. a chef abroad. You know. <laughs> <laughs> not calling out anyone in particular, but no. like he said pretty much every someone chef who's is probably that. good looking exactly. and an asshole and cooks food and eats food. With a deep voice. Yeah. That's too bad, because I, I have really, leather jacket. <laughs> I would really love to do, like, a travel food show where we just, like, go around and, like, try delicious things. And, and hit on the locals. Yeah, like, that but, sounds awesome. So why am I so mad when douchey guys do? I guess because they also cause pain to yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't think yours <laughs> would be, like... <laughs> I don't think your uh, time off camera would be spent, you know sexually harassing makeup artists. Yeah, probably <laughs> just not. Just a guess. Yeah, probably not. But... Maybe, like, a little bit. But in a fun way. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool when I do it. <laughs> no, yeah, it's just like, yeah, the, the he, Anthony Bourdain. I, I hate, I always come back to Mallory Orberg's write-up about him. I think we talked about that. Did we talk about that last time you were here? No, no, oh, I it's don't just, know this. She wrote, she wrote a fake editorial of Anthony Bourdain. Like, I am, I am your food man. Oh, yes, I have tattoos. I am bad man food man have tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I am leather jacket cigarette man. <laughs> I definitely was totally pulled into his web in my late teens, though, oh, of yeah. having, like, a huge crush on Anthony Bourdain. Oh, he's so worldly. Yeah. Back in 2011 or 12, I want to say, I took a class called, like, Critical Masculinities, because of course I did. Yes, And uh, <laughs> And the, one of the books that we were assigned was Kitchen Con- Confidential. Oh, really? Uh, and I remember thinking, like, oh, I don't really necessarily know why she would suggest this. Like, oh, this is just one very, one of the very many ways that alpha male masculinity is presented. Exactly, yeah. I remember working at this, and I, I think it's on almost even worse in the cooking world because cooking is so domesticated in the home mm-hmm. and like so feminized Women are in the cooks home. and men are chefs. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I remember working, I worked at this cafe in Toronto and it was like a chain. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there was like two and one was bigger, one was smaller, and then one was a restaurant which like promptly shut down because the guy who owned it was like a huge cokehead and sexually mm, harassed surprise. everyone. So my friend who... Um, who worked for him and was one of his managers, uh, would tell me these just stories about, like, the nights that they would go out and he would just be, like, pushing coke on his staff. And um, they had, like, a bet on who could sleep with one of the waitresses first and stuff like that. And I, I watched another friend who worked for him kind of, like, slowly turn into him. Ew! Because he started working as a manager at, like, 19. Oh, and no. then it's right. slowly... so impressionable. Yeah, so, like, I'm, so cool, cool. Fun way. yeah. I'm so cool. I'm so cool, and I'm making money. And... Exactly, and he'd been working there for about six months and got promoted over all the women mm. oh, who yeah. had been working there for like over a year, two years, stuff like that. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Mediocre so... dudes getting jobs. I've been hearing a lot about that lately. Yeah. I guess it's probably not recent news. But... <laughs> no, nope. but with Trump, I mean, it's kind of more well, obvious now. I mean, yeah. <laughs> But even just, yeah, in local circles, there's been some talk of some 
I can't say anything about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're such a little cagey shit. <laughs> you start it off and you're like, never mind. Oh, no, sorry. That's political confidential. <laughs> yeah. Your, your new book, Political oh. Confidential. Maybe, yeah, maybe What's later. What's your pen name going to be? Oh. Oh. Hmm. Scrimshaw McGillicuddy? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Andrew Weaver's ascot. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot yourself in the foot there? No, 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 I'm not, no, no, no. That's it. Is that the name of your book? Is that your That's pen name? That's my pen name. Is I am writing as Andrew Weaver's ascot, but it's not. Ew, about, ew, ew, ew. It's, not it's not about him. It's only time for a press conference. I was not talking about anyone from the Green Party. Don't worry. Yes, but you were talking boy. about their ascot. Yeah, he, well, we were talking about him downstairs earlier. Just like he's a bit of a pompous man. A pomp, a pompin. Yeah, pompin circumstance. Exactly. Yeah, whatever. 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 Let's collaborate, etc. Yeah. We still don't know who government is. Still don't know what my job's going to be. Yeah, we have to stop, collaborate, and listen. Yeah, we've got to vanilla ice this whole situation out with Victoria. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Give it a give it a really culturally ambiguous flat top. <laughs> I was watching. I was I was telling Chris I was watching the election with my pretty conservative uncle who we've managed to like reach a middle ground where there's just like certain things we won't bring up and we were, mm-hmm. but we were you know my partner was like can you just not talk about politics with your uncle because like he, he can't say anything because it's like the family thing he's like you know he's putting us up in his place like you know I'm not oh, I do yeah exactly exactly you're giving me a knowing knowing look so <laughs> um so so I agreed I was like okay I'll be good and then I was like oh it's election night <laughs> oops. Well, I guess we're doing this oops and his uh and his stepdaughter, like, works for the liberals in government Oof. and stuff like that. And um, and he said to me, and I got so annoyed, um, he was like, oh, well, because I, I was jealous of how much money she makes. Mm. Um, and uh, he goes, oh, well, you know, she has two degrees. And I'm like, no, she doesn't. She has a major and a minor. I have two degrees. <laughs> and I get paid nothing. Yeah. I'm just not willing to work for the liberals. Yeah. I saw a tweet that was like, I ruined someone's graduation dinner tonight because they were like, oh, our daughter just graduated with a bachelor's of English. And he's like, great. Oh, I have a master's in English. Anyway, would you like fries with a... Uh, yeah, exactly. I was just like, a hush went over the table. Oh, God. That's so depressing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so depressing. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man, education. And yet you're doing more of it. I since am. Since Madison was last here... She applied to, like, 100 PhD programs and got into, like, 100 of them. 99. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did. You I got did. into, like, everything pretty much. 7 out of 8. That's amazing. Yeah, 7 out of 8. It That's incredible. Of, yeah, I yeah, lost I'm part of my soul during oh, yeah. that experience. I watched it happen in real time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on the timeline. I, uh, I, yeah, I, 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 my soul was slowly, slowly withering away as Please it validate on. me as a person. I really did that a lot. I would actually yell at my partner across the house, validate me. <laughs> Please validate me. I just go, validate me! You are valid. <laughs> and Thanks. he's like, yeah, you're great. Okay, can I do stuff now? I'm like, no! <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I, I hibernated. I, like, didn't leave my house. I was still working full time. Um, and it was awful. It was a terrible, terrible experience. And I felt like I talked to every professor in Canada. Oh, God. Like, on the phone. and Like, asking for advice and stuff? or Well, I just reached out. I'm like, I'm interested in applying to the program. Um, can we have a chat? This is my phone voice. Hello. Yeah, can we have a chat? And so I would have all these talks. Like, sometimes I would talk to four professors in a day. Wow. And my partner... Uh, who is 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 brilliant and I adore. He didn't do any of this legwork when he was applying for his PhD. No, oh, does he have his PhD now or? Uh, he's about a year and a half away. Okay. Yeah, he's writing. He's in dissertation writing phase right okay. now, and he's about to go do uh, field work. Um, but he didn't do any of it. He didn't call anyone. <laughs> he didn't email ahead to anyone. <laughs> he just applied and got in. I was like, you prick. But did he get into seven out of eight? He got into four out of eight. Yeah, well, then you're better. Yeah, so I was like, haha. I didn't know. I was like, but. Same outcome, ultimately. Yeah, same still, outcome, ultimately. You still just get to pick one thing. Exactly. Yeah. And and that was, he, he would always say to me, he's like, you know, you can only say yes to one. Yeah, because you're a septa doc. No, I'm like, I want to go to all of them. You, go you could do eight PhDs if you wanted to in different places. I would Stop die. Like, yeah. I would be so poor. Yeah, yeah. I'm already so poor. <laughs> like, I budgeted. I'm like, 
No! I don't have any. I'm like, there's no money. I got How? none. I don't mm-hmm. got any. How, uh, do you want to say which one you got into? Yeah, uh, well, I'm going to University of Toronto. Yay. U of T. For, uh, information studies, which is, uh, kind that of... That sort of sounds very much like fake what it should be. <laughs> it's the... It's, is that what everybody's doing? It's called the iSchool. I know. I, I, I haven't started yet, so I'm not going to start making snarky comments in public yet, but I think them. But they did accept you, so you can at least tell the little Yeah, exactly. So, um... High school. Yeah, they rebranded, uh, as universities love to do. Oh, don't they just? They do! The like, engaged university. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, um... It's like the uh, graduation, when I graduated from my master's at SFU, they had someone sing. Um, the new SFU song. I guess there was a Oh my god, I heard that. That engaged the world. It was awful. Yeah. No. Um, and he was like, <laughs> engage the world. And it was, it was really terrible. And it was part of their, like, rebranding campaign oh to rebrand god. the university. Nothing, nothing university. says, like, modern, high-tech university, like, someone, like, doing a cheesy ballad. Oh, yeah. It's like Eurovision, but for oh Universal Vision. Exactly, it's exactly what I it was. I would love to see, like, Canadian Eurovision, but it's all the big schools, like, trying to do, like, a terrible pop Oh, it would be so song. dreadful. Oh, the, no. The only good thing about the rebranding of SFU's, uh, just, I don't know, brand, yeah. was that a bunch of people photoshopped Andrew Petter's face onto Jean-Luc Picard and wrote, just engage on the bottom. Exactly, and just stuck yeah. them up everywhere. There's nice. one stuck up on a light fixture that no human can reach. <laughs> yes! So it's I like... Just always yeah, there. I see it every morning when I get when I come into the office. That's so it's and it just funny. gives you that like morning perk. It does. And you're like, oh, thank you. It does. I went to a staff event where I was like, they were like, sometimes the president will drop in and you'll like he'll do a round of handshakes. I was like, oh, I hope not, and he didn't. So I was really happy. <laughs> I had to shake Dalton McGinty's hand in Ontario. Such a name. I'm sorry that his name is like almost automatopoeia for the kind of person that he is. He's a lizard man. He is a, a lizard, lizard man. man, and he came to our high school, and there's farmers outside protesting, which was awesome. I was like, can I go hang out with the farmers instead of Dalton? <laughs> Dalton. Um, and we, like, sat there, and, like, he walked around, like, shaking hands. And Sounds I, like, like Archie Comics character. Yeah, and, uh, it does. That's because Dalton Doily. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Riverdale, that's one of oh my favorite shows. Riverdale is so God. good. Oh God. I am so sexually attracted to Jughead. I can't handle You are it. not alone because it seems like everyone is. I know, but like... I'm really bitter. But he I'm... was a child actor. We okay, saw him not, as a kid. Not anymore. But yeah. he's 24. Isn't he bad, though? Isn't he like a bad. I don't know. Like, there's always he's like. He's a fake woke boy, I think. I don't. I don't even care. Yeah. You don't even care. Just yeah. bring that weird little crown hat head over I here. Just, well, I've had a crush on Jughead even in the comic books. Uh-huh. He's so unattainable because you're not a cheeseburger. Yeah, exactly. Well, I just. <laughs> was like Archie's like a tool which they've represented really well in the show um but Jughead I was like you know I think he's sensitive <laughs> he's moody he's moody I love a moody man <laughs> yeah that's my type moody brooding yeah exactly like a David Boreanaz a little bit uh detached and more of the observer rather than the uh participant yeah that you're constantly trying to get open to open up to you <laughs> that sounds really exhausting. Yeah, it fucking is. <laughs> I've been dating them since I was 15. <laughs> but you love them. You can't stop yourself. Uh-uh. You want a book that you can crack open. The and... one the one time I didn't date someone who was birding, I was like, this is too Bang. obvious. I was like, he Bang. talks too much. <laughs> he tells me way too much about how he's feeling. I know, I'm like, I oh, wish he'd close himself off to me. <laughs> oh my God. Can we put that cap on the bottle? <laughs> Only one of us can be like this, and it's me. <laughs> <laughs> no cap on your bottle. Our 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 apartment isn't big enough for two people's feelings. <laughs> oh my god, what were we talking about before Jughead came up? Oh, Dalton, Dalton McGinty. Yeah, yeah, the lizard man. The lizard man, yes. Yeah, and he didn't even. Uh, and then like our they closed down our high school, of course, because it was an arts high school and it was working. So. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> you like, people weren't feeling oppressed. Hmm. Get this out of here. Yeah, so uh, they were like, no, 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 we can't have this. People seem to be ha- having joy in this building. What's this? What's um, this? Yeah, and so they uh, they closed it down and uh, they, like, Children doing the... art. Exactly, exactly, exactly. What's this? What's this? I don't know, something about a fart. <laughs> <laughs> Everything rhymes with fart. That was an excellent Thank you. I'm um, basically Danny Elfman. <laughs> I really said that the dancing isn't going to be portrayed over uh, a sandwich. Make it a gif. That's make it a br- gif. yeah, exactly. 
it's pretty much it is pretty much what it sounds like. Just FYI, whatever your brain's filling in, yeah. just think it's Assume that. Assume it's, it's that. probably that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so we're just on the first day that it's ever been nice. Ever on a weekend yeah. for the last like year. It I went for like... a walk in the sun in shorts. It was really Whoa. nice. Got some got some sun on your stems. Yeah, got to get those gals out there. Yep. Uh, I put on sunscreen, which is a good Whoa. practice. A good practice for your skin, mm-hmm. etc. Very smart. But like, it seemed smart. like everyone was like in a rush to get somewhere. Yeah. Instead of just being like, oh, it's nice. <gasps> I need to soak up the sun. Yeah. Yeah, like it's an emergency. Like mm-hmm. they don't. And it, but it does feel like that in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. It feels like an emergency. Especially because the winter lasted like till last week. Yeah. Till like yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it's like quick change plans. Ah. I was straight up freezing my balls off waiting for the bus on Tuesday. Like crazy cold. Yeah. It was like seven degrees where I was, and it was super windy. And then everyone's texting me from Ontario, Montreal, be like, uh, I had to install my air conditioner. And uh, I'm like, shut up! You did amazing bitch voice, may I say. <laughs> oh, no problem. I've had a lot of experience. <laughs> no problem, she says. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah. There was that. a guy in such a bad mood in the lineup for the post office today that, like, took it out on the poor postal employee, because oh, no. he was just no. like... But it says on the ticket that you, like, it should be here by, like, tomorrow at such and such day and after this time. And she's like, yeah, it says after one, it's 11 o'clock, so, like, it's not here. And, you know, he's like, but don't they just drop it off on the truck? And it's just, like, he's getting mad at her for, like, how systems work. And it's, like, it's totally not her fault, you know. And then she, like, went to the back to go, like, find a number for him to call to complain. And she was like, oh, we found your package. It, like, I guess it was dropped off, but it wasn't entered in the computer. Good news. And he was like, oh, you bitch. Like, I can't believe you were, like, saying that. I was like, hey, dude. Like, she has no control over that. And no. he was like, whatever, whatever. Did he call her a bitch? Yes. What? Oh, I like, thought that was just, like, an exaggeration. No, 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 no. Of that situation. I had to intervene, because it was just, like, why... Yeah. I can't believe He's, that. Like, that she was intentionally, like, holding it back and, like, trying to stick to the rules and stuff. And she's like, it literally wasn't in the computer system. He was like, fine, fine, fine. And then she's like... Can Did you... he apologize for saying bitch? No. Nope. Oh, my God. What a dick And then wow. And then he, she asked him to sign something, and he apparently wrote something really rude because... What? Like, you know the electronic, like, yeah, signing yeah, yeah. pads? And she looked up at him, and she's like, that's not funny. And I just kind of looked at her, I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> And so she, like, got him to erase that, and, like, he wrote it again, and then he would, like, huffed off, and I was just like, holy fuck, like, are you okay, dude? Like, to the lady. She was was fine, but she was just like, I wish I was outside playing, and that guy just took out his bad day on me, and that sucks. What kind of entitlement is that? That... I hate that so Mm -hmm. much. I hate that so much. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, I completely don't understand how you can take something out on someone you've never met. Mm hmm yeah. I mean, I take stuff out on people I do know all the time. But people you never met. <laughs> he was so up his own ass about, like, what well, was guaranteed shipping, like, next day shipping. Yeah, and, and like, that was the responsibility of the person that shipped it. Yeah. And you weren't home, you missed the parcel delivery. So if you knew that it was getting shipped one day, like, maybe be, be there. Be, be there? Was this an Amazon Prime problem? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. What I got my Amazon Prime prick. today and it was fine. Like, because I was here because I knew I was expecting it. For her burlet journal, and it's so cute. Oh, burlet journal? Burlet. Burlet journal. Bullet your journal. Burlet journal. Did you just get that today, or? My washi tape. Oh, you got your washi it's tape so for cute. It. Yeah, you'll have to excuse me. I rolled out of bed, Skyped with a friend, and then walked here. <laughs> excuse me for what? I'm breakfastless. Oh, no. And, yeah, it's okay. I'll I mean, fine. do you want a oh. yogurt? No, you I'm okay. Get, you want a I'm soda? Okay. <laughs> get I get, like, way less hungry when it gets hot out, too. Yeah, Like, my true. appetite goes way down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, like, it's been raining, what, it was the most rain we've ever had, ever, or something. <laughs> the earth is <laughs> something fine, Something stupid like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, the earth is totally fine. I know, I just, you know, it would be nice to not have, like, a droughty summer, that would be cool, so mm-hmm. I don't think we will, but I'd like some beach time and stuff like oh, just that. Just, like, a scheduled day of rain once weekly, like, every yeah. Tuesday or something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, can't we do that? Yeah, come on, Brother Nature, let's hook this up. <laughs> Brother Nature. <laughs> I was just thinking about Parks and Rec earlier today. To this weekend, your parents will just be me and your mother, Mother Nature, and me, Mother Nature's brother, Brother Nature. Oh my gosh, I miss that show. It was such a good show. I miss that show so much. It was one of my favorite comedies. You can watch it again. Well, yeah, I might. I might just do that. <laughs> I mean, you're going to be living in Toronto with no money, so what Netflix else am I going to do? All you've got. Yeah. I budgeted, and I put in no entertainment budget. You got to put Netflix in the budget. Well, I did. Okay. No, cool. I budgeted. That's the entertainment. I budgeted budget. Netflix. 
bill. Like, that's yeah. not yeah. anything special. I, I budgeted Netflix. Um, no, the one thing that I'm giving myself as a, a birthday present is a Just for Laughs pass. Oh. Toronto. Nice. Pass. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my gift to myself. I mean, that'll be fun. When's that happening? Is that yeah, end of September. Mm. So my sister and I are going to go. Mm, she messaged jelly. me, and I'm like, yes. And I, I was like, that's going to be my birthday present to myself is a Just for Laughs pass. That's great. That's cool. Yeah. I'm that pretty so excited. Cool. Yeah, you'll be around some really good comedy all over Yeah, this, well, there okay? is some great comedy here um, for the Just for Laughs. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was. I saw Andy Kindler, um, and he had a bunch of guests, and saw Parnan and Sherla, who's my favorite. Yeah. I really wanted to see her. I don't I think I had a show the night that she was yeah. performing or something. She's I in Masters of None. Yeah. Yeah. And has a great cameo. Yeah. No spoilies. <laughs> no spoilies. Apart from Chef Jeff being a creeper. Well, yeah, whatever. but you like that. that Coming a mile away. Yeah. <laughs> a mile away, yeah. Um, the. Oh, what was I. Sorry, what were you just saying? Just for laughs. Just for laughs, right. Uh, I saw just Moshe Kasher. That's the only person oh, I saw. Oh, okay. Oh, I wanted to see that. It was good. It was really good. And uh, Sophie Buttle opened for him. It was really cute. So Aww. I like her a lot. Me She's too. great. So. I also saw My Favorite Murder, the podcast. Oh, okay. There's so many murder podcasts. I li- I listen to all of them. <laughs> Every single one? Uh, yeah. No, I, I, well, right now I listen to True Crime Garage. Oh my god. And, uh, which is like these two burly dudes from Ohio who like try to have good politics. Um, but yeah, like I went jogging the other day. Listening to a murder podcast. Listening to a true crime podcast and I ran so fast and I was like... I think I just found my fitness regime. <laughs> it's basically zombies run, run but at IRL. night. Yeah, just be terrified. Well, just and like, they're all about murder just, women. Just, just yeah. call the app like a woman at night, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get your steps in real fast. Um, yeah, yeah real fast. so I was not like... responsible if you were actually murdered. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Sorry. Um, well, yeah, it was about I was listening to the Elisa Lamb one. Which is, well, yeah, I guess you're, like... I don't know who Elisa Lam is. Oh, the one from the top of the hotel in yeah. LA who was from Canada yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I was listening to that one, so I'm like, she was from Vancouver, too, or Victoria, or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, therefore, I am also going to get murdered. But, like, I just always think I'm going to get murdered. You're and not so, even in like, LA. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I know. Um, I did go to LA. <laughs> did you get murdered there? No, but we Great. did like. Oh, tell us about yeah your LA. You went to the comedy store. I did. It was amazing. Oh yeah, we totally wanted you to talk about that on. on oh here. okay, I can do that. Yeah, um yeah, well I uh, went on a road trip with my partner's parents. Oh cool. <laughs> um, from Vancouver to Los Angeles. Wow. Did your partner come with you? Yes. Okay, because that would have been really weird otherwise. (laughs) Just me and the in-laws. His dad almost ran me over. Okay, on purpose? No, but it is a thing that happened. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It is something that exists between us now. uh, Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, so, so the one thing I said, like I, cause the trip was kind of more about his parents and stuff like that. So the one thing I said I need to do is I need to go to the comedy store, like mm-hmm. 100%. And so that was the agreement. I was like, if nothing else, we have to do this. I yep. will not accept otherwise. Cause whenever we go to the States, um, my partner is from a small city outside of Milwaukee. Um, and I always want to go to Chicago and I always want to go see comedy in Chicago and it never happens. So I'm like, we're going to Los Angeles. If we don't go to the comedy store, like I'm, I'm shit a brick. I was like, this is like, has been my dream for a long time to go to the comedy store. So Mm. I need to do it. Um, and so we went and, uh, it was Nikki Glazer. Who I love. Who is a, who is a delight. She's hilarious. Um, she, uh, yeah, just, there's so much foul that comes out of such a small package. I love it. Yeah. Um, a little no-butt-having package. Yeah, the shock value is just, it never stops being delightful. Yeah, she's um, amazing. <laughs> and then it was uh, Dan Mintz, who plays Tina Belcher. Yep. Who I love. My partner did not. He's not a, as much a fan of the one-liners. Oh, okay. The one-liner guys. Like, and a, I, like a Stephen Wright type. Yeah, or like the yeah. Mitch Hedberg kind of guy. Yeah. Like, he's not as much, but I, I love it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, I can add Dan Mintz to my list of crushes now. Good. It's getting long. He's pretty handsome. He's very handsome. And, like... Get that down, Yeah. Mintz. And then um, his his wife is, like, stunning. A uh, super fox? Stunning. And I was like, oh, but you can be, like, a moderately handsome man and just get 
the most amazing looking woman in the entire world. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. He's also very funny and he's, charming. Well, I was so. about to say, <laughs> if you're funny and charming. Yeah. If. There's or a big very if. rich. Or very rich. Um, you can look like a troll and get a beautiful woman if you're very rich. Apparently. I've never seen that happen in life. No. Especially not... <laughs> In America with the president. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't what I was referring to Katie at was all. that she looks like a troll doll, but oh, you just have troll oh, doll no, hair. that's not what I, I meant. Like, no, oh. I was talking about what Madison was talking oh, about. No. <laughs> Madison got it. I got it. I, was I thought like, you were meaning, because you said that your hair looks like troll doll hair. No, but I'm a cute like, troll, though. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I'm the cutest kind. That's what I was going to say. You're like the one that gives candy for Rub my belly, bridge. make a wish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You won't get it, but I'll laugh when you rub my belly. You'll be cute. Um, yeah, and it was, okay, Dane Cook was there. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so I I was like, okay, I'm really curious. If nothing else, it's kind of one of those things, like, it's historically, mm-hmm. seeing Dane Cook is kind of, like, mm-hmm. it's a very interesting experience. So I was like, I'm excited to see him in that I'm excited to see this person who's been very influential in comedy, but also created this genre of comedy that I hate so much. Or maybe not created, but really popularized, popularized it. it, right? So he was so charming. Really? Mm-hmm. He was so sweet and he was so charming. Oh my in god. person he knows how to work a crowd really. And I real was good. like I've been I've been fooled. <laughs> I know I'm getting fooled right now, but I'm so charmed. <laughs> he talked to this older couple who had been together forever and was just like talking to them in the sweetest thing, asking them really sentimental things about their life. Aww. Um he was he, he went into this, like, I'm like, have you softened in your old age? Like, Maybe. what's happening? So it was very confusing, because I expected, I was like, okay, here we go. I'm going to roll my eyes a lot, because it was such a good night. And there is, I have to look up this one uh, female comedian who just killed it. She grew up Mormon, and she was married for, like, 11 years, uh, from, like, 18 to 30 or whatever. Oh, wow. Um, and so, like, her whole adult life, she was married, and now she's single, and not Mormon anymore. And yeah. like it's just killer. She was killer. Like she was mine and my partner's favorite. So I have to look her up. She Do you remember her name? No, she was also small and blonde. Oh. So I have to look her up too. Um but but actually the person who upset me most, because I go in being like, well, it's inevitable, um, was Kevin Nealon. Oh really? He was making transphobic jokes. Of course. And I was like... Why is that still so, like, on vogue right now? Because he's it. an old shit who thinks yeah. he can get away with everything because yeah. he's on SNL and... Weeds and you know, whatever. He has that rep. But he said, um, he made a joke about uh, essentially claiming that, like, people who are transgender just don't know what's going on. And it's like, oh, he, you know, akin to, like, you know, I can't... Uh, I switch my mind about things all the time, so that's probably going to be so them. hack, though. Like, it is hack. It's hack, and I'm like, I everybody's done that me. already. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like thirty years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, uh, and then he was like, oh, they should just go in, and um, and he really was only talking about uh, men transitioning to becoming women, mm-hmm. of course, of course, because that's the only One that transgender needs, yeah. that exists, apparently. Right. Um, and he was like, they should they should just go in and get bits of their penis cut off at a time. Oh my god, that's horrific. That's brutal. And then made a joke about how, like, oh, if they get an inch at a time, well, for me, that would take, like, ten sessions. Good joke, yeah. Katie just looks furious. Yeah, and, and I just was like... <laughs> I'm just bored. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's I so know, right? Like, it's, it's, it's at the point where I'm like, this is... This is not even interesting offensive. Yeah. Like, you're not even finding a new way to be offensive for me. Uh You're just being hack. This Mm -hmm. is not original. This is not... You probably were able to tell this joke 40 years ago. Mm. You old freaking jackass. Yeah, and so... But the rest of the night was amazing. It was a great experience, and you kind of sit at a table with a bunch of people you've never met before. I don't know if you've been before. So you sit at a table with a bunch of people you've never really met before. Um... And, uh, there was this one, like, I, I just, I'd never been to a comedy club that was, like, there was people who were, like, six foot tall models who were going there. And I'm like, what? This is weird. Like, this isn't how it is in Vancouver and Toronto. Like, it's like a hot spot to be in or something. Yeah, like exactly. That. It was like the hot spot on the strip. Maybe they're so. chuckle fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Who am I kidding? I probably would be, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, I kind of am, even as a comedian. Yeah. I'm not sleeping with any comics, but... 
I see why people do. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I, yeah. I'm so, I know so many people and I'm like, ugh, whenever they t- I talk to them, but I'm also like, but you're hot for some reason. I know, it's awful. And I was like, ugh, <laughs> ugh, okay, fine. <laughs> okay, fine, you're attractive, I hate you. Uh, pretty um, much, pretty much. But there was this one. Charm is exhausting. <laughs> yeah, there was this one couple and there was this girl who didn't get any of the jokes, poor little thing. What? She didn't get any of them and she made fun of me for not driving. So I was like, I hate you in every way. She kept telling her boyfriend, I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, that's really, oh, that's really annoying. I don't get it. I don't get it. And so, I'm just like, ah! <laughs> Sophie Buttle has such a good joke about not being able to drive. She's like, oh, it's gross if you don't know how to. It's so gross. That's why I'm going to learn to do it really soon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's. Well, I, I, I never thought about it. I never thought about growing up, and we didn't have a lot of money, and so it was just not something, I was like, oh, I turned 60, I'm gonna get my driver's license, and it never happened, and then I moved to Toronto, where it's stupid to have a car, mm-hmm. and it just never happened, but you go to America, and they think you drown puppies, If it's like, that's the equivalent. It's just like a what? poor, a poor, simple person. Yeah, like, they think you're, like, there must be something wrong with you if you don't drive. Like, that you're too... Out, out of your gourd to be a good driver or something like that. I don't, I don't know what I was I, Well, say. like, that, I, that you're absolutely bonkers for not wanting one. Huh. Or not caring about having one. It sounds like you're talking about children. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> it sounds like you're bo- you're just bonkers for not wanting one. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah, that as well. I was talking to my coworker who's 23, I guess, and her mother has gotten on her, started, it's begun. The, um, it's <laughs> and uh, said to her, uh, You're gonna get me grandpa. She's like, You know, you say you don't like children, but you'll like yours. And she goes, Is that a risk I want to take? <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's like a, the, I'm hoping I like them. Yeah, guess who, guess who gets hurt in that situation if you don't? <laughs> right? Seriously. Yeah. And yeah. like, I'm just thinking, like, how many. Really, how many women have gone into that situation being like, well, I don't really like kids, but I feel like I should have them. And then... They have them, and they're like, well, turns out I don't like mine that much. I, I love... You know, I love them, but I don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that a lot. Yikes. Yeah, yeah for sure. Only people who really want to do it should do it. Mm-hmm. Like, real bad. <laughs> you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta really want it. It's yeah. gotta be like an Oscar or something well, like that. You gotta work for it. We, yeah. haven't, we haven't told my partner's mother that, like, we would only, we're only gonna have children if we are financially secure enough to have children. And you're both academics, so, yeah, so never. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. No, well, no, that is accurate, because, like, neither of us want that stress. Yeah. Um, and I grew up financially insecure. He didn't. He went to Disneyland, like, every summer. I told him we had to break up. Um. Unless he takes you to Disneyland? No! I, I was, it, because I was, like, so, I was, like, no. We, we grew so up different. too differently. Yeah. Aw, I'm glad you didn't, though. You guys are cute. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we're short little people. You're both little people? We're very short. <laughs> I've never met him. He's, is he short? He's five foot seven. That's a cute. He size. claims five foot seven and a half. It's a lie. It's like I came. I claim five three and a half. That's a lie. I'm five three. I'm five. I'm, I could be. I could say that I'm five ten, and no one would dispute me. I think I'm yeah. like five nine and a half. Probably. Mm-hmm. I just say five nine. An I'm, Amazon woman. I'm five zero. I'm five foot uh, zero inches. Yeah. Do you need the inches on there? You can just say I'm five feet. Yeah, five feet. That's an adorable You have five height. feet. Yeah. I know. I'm pocket sized. Yeah, my favorite. That's good. Um, I was thinking about, like, you know, having kids, and it's like, uh, I got into bullet journaling, and yes. they're they're connected, because, like, bullet journaling is this huge, like, insufferable Pinterest thing, which I'm just realizing. So much like children. children. <laughs> well, so I'm just like, that's how, that's how you get pregnant, right? Like, I'm trying to work towards, like, I'm on some new medication for some hormonal stuff, I'm trying to work towards, like, getting my body ready to, like, yeah. have a baby, but it's like, now I just have a bullet journal, so I just need to get more insufferable on Instagram until someone gives me a baby and some this products to review. You, yeah. Give you a baby. <laughs> that's There's, how you do it, right? Yeah, that's how you have a baby. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That's how I understand it these days. No, you have to start a blog so you start getting free stuff soon. So that you, yeah, exactly, so that I can do it. But look, I've... Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's pretty, actually really lovely. I made some pretty stuff, so the whole, like, bullet journal, we talked about it on Ashley's episode... And it's, like, a blank book that you can do whatever you want with it. And it's, like, I was telling Madison downstairs, I'm not really, like, a visual artist. So I'm really trying to but use this as, like... Pretty. I have, like, pretty watercolor yeah, great pens. great color theory. And yeah. I'm trying to work on, like, my handwriting. So I was, like, trying out all my new, like, pens and colors and seeing, like, what things work well together. 
and I really like them. And just so oh, many. Oh, it's lovely. So it is. Colors. It's actually very pretty. And then like this one wow. I really like, like my year. Um, I put like a whole bunch of colors and speckles at the top, and I don't know. Wow. There's like some conventions that you can follow with bullet journaling, and then there's stuff that you can just do on your own. And uh, so I've just been, like, looking at Pinterest, like, incessantly trying to find, like, ooh, how do, like, these 20 people do their future log? I'll do mine as, like, a hybrid of, like, a few of them. Like, I don't know, man. I really like it. It's, and gorgeous. it's adorable. My month of May is all, like, kind of, like, retro with, like, triangles and stuff like that. And I've got... It's got a cool 90s kindergarten look to it. I know. Exactly. I like it's it a from, lot. It's from a geometry set. So, yeah. Aww. I've had just, like, creepy-ass drawings that I'm trying to do. Like, I, I don't know It's a scary mermaid with skeleton weird mermaid. hands. Well, are kind of scary. Yeah. They're supposed to be terrifying. How to track my lunar cycle. Oh, oh my, my gosh. <laughs> I love it. And you drew moons. Yes. <laughs> you drew like pagan moon symbols. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And oh then, my like, gosh. My week, you know. I don't know. I just like, it's fun to decorate. And yeah. I notice like, Katie's like decorating her page over there. Just like, I sometimes doodle so. when we, when I want to listen, but I don't have something to say, mm-hmm. uh, I'll just start yeah. doodling because that way I don't have to stare at anyone's eyes, yeah. which always creeps me out when we podcast. And you're like... Hi. Hi. I used to do that in class. I was I was a huge doodler. But like I, I want to get everywhere. back into doodling because it's so relaxing. And yeah. so now I've got this. I've got like a little podcast thing. Yeah, it says save it for the podcast. And then I'm gonna have like a list of like karaoke songs that I like and songs oh. that I want to do for New Year's. Oh. And like I've got a meal planning thing and like oh my gosh. that's wicked. And so yeah. just to have it all in a book and yeah. not worry about like it doesn't have to be in any particular order. I can like intersperse writing pages and drawing pages like in between. That's fantastic. It looks so adult. And, like, Decorating, and so I got like a very stately German like uh, gray journal, so that when I open it up, it's like colorful. Yeah, I love it. So, I think it's beautiful. a great idea. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, to just like do things. Get your like, life in order. Well, yeah, I like organization stuff, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I would just want to get more like loose and artistic and like tap into that creative source that I've been missing. I for think being months. that organized allows you to be more creative. Yeah, mm. I feel much less like. Because when I really let myself go and I'm kind of like, I'm just going to write when inspiration strikes or whatever. I fucking, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. (laughs) Thank you for that little aside. It doesn't freaking work. It doesn't freaking work. So, um, yeah, like, and I get overwhelmed with not doing things. Mm -hmm. I feel guilty for not doing things and then I don't want to do things because what I do isn't very good anyway. So if I just keep things organized and I have little pockets of time to do things or I like make dates to do things with people, then they get done. And being organized helps me keep track of all those things. It's got like the habit tracker thing so you can just like put down when you do stuff on certain dates so I want to be like yeah go play in nature and like go to band practice and make sure that you play some music and do your stretches and like go to that's wicked I don't know I'm gonna play with it and the best part is like if I find that one layout doesn't work and I'm not using it then just don't do it again and like make a new layout for the next month it's not like a planner where you like it's all set out in the same way every Mm -hmm. single time yeah my planner stresses me out yeah. yeah, I abandoned every single planner. Yeah. I was, I never used them for the longest time. And then in high school, I really got into using my agenda mm-hmm. and like keeping track of things. And I was a really good student in high school. And then they got, gave them to us at Kwantlen too. And I didn't try very hard there. But, <laughs> but I really liked the, you know, you know, the ones with the spiral binding and they'd have like the lenticular cover. It would yeah. be like, whoa, gr- you're going through space. It's 2000. Yep. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I definitely know that. Yeah. I would always try to decorate all my binders to make them seem more fun mm-hmm. to make me, but like, I thought I was like, uh, super cool. So I would decorate them in like, uh, like surgery pictures and stuff. oh you're, oh, you're so weird edgy. you're yeah. a weird kid yeah you're but a like, summer goth yeah basically exactly. super cool edgelord Madison. yeah pretty much I liked how I don't know if you guys did the same thing I assume so because public school if you went to public school yeah I did is, uh just getting the like science textbooks and stuff and having to cover them in like a cut up in paper bag yeah like a liquor store bag in every single case from my household growing up mm-hmm uh, and then you get to decorate them. That was pretty tight. Oh, with and that, paper. And that was your first, uh, that was your homework for the first day. It's like, decorate. cover it and decorate. You can just decorate however you want, but you gotta cover it. Yeah. You lose gotta percent every day textbooks. you don't cover it or something like that. Oh, you just get punished for not having a cover on the textbook. Yeah, because those textbooks have been used for... Aeons. Yeah, exactly. Aeons and aeons of textbook use. The textbook's like, one day we think that all computers will be connected and people can talk to each other with great ease. I was was actually, uh, I've started trying to work out more, so I've been going to the gym fairly often. 
um, because I, I was like, oh, right, I was in a depressed state working on PhD applications, so I didn't move. Right. Um, so, I, but I, I try to coordinate when I go to the gym to what's good on TV. Um, Do they so, got TV at the gym? Yeah, or? on oh. all, I go to the Y, and it's, like, on all of the screens, all the machines have, like, a TV. Like, I went to go on this one bike, and I realized it didn't have a TV, and I switched to another one, because I'm like, nah, this ain't happening. Yeah, um, <laughs> gotta be a TV. So I try to go when MASH is on. <laughs> Because like, I love MASH. Like the show MASH. Yeah. So you jog to murder podcasts and you work out at the gym to MASH. You're fun. You're <laughs> old lady and you're weird is basically so what I, I'm just So I work out to MASH. And, That's um, like, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Suicide is pain. Yeah, and like I... War as hell. I, I grew up having like this massive crush on Alan Alda. Um, now I'm really more of a BJ Honeycut girl, but that's fine. Uh, I've always been there for Hot Lips Hula Hand. Oh, I mean, come on. Yeah, I love that radar. He looks so cute. Oh, radar. Um, but yeah, so, uh, so I, I, it's on the History Channel, of course. So, uh, there's this, there's this commercial, though, and it was like, Canada. What would it be like if Canada, if the world didn't have our natural resources? And I was like, is this an oil commercial? And then, no, it's a three-part special narrated by Dan Aykroyd on the History Channel about what the world would be like if Canada didn't exist. <laughs> and I need to watch it. Oh my god, the, our exports You're gonna of start a- lifting weights to that one, right? It, well, there's no TV in the weight area, which is why I do weights least. <laughs> Oh I God. spend a lot of time doing cardio. It waits is when I listen to the murder podcast. Right. <laughs> Fuck. I decided, it's like, oh, I'm going to start doing racquetball to this Dan Aykroyd documentary. <laughs> you guys are just describing my mom's future plans, basically. <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking, like, oh, yeah, what, what would the world be like if Canada didn't exist? Like, oh, no, our yearly export of apologies would certainly be missed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, we're loading the sorries on now, boy. Sorry we're late. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> And I, it, it does happen, though, where I go to the States and they recognize I'm Canadian because of that. Oh, yeah. I thought so it, apologetic. I thought it was a stereotype. Yeah. I was, I was like, no, that's that's not accurate. I don't say A, and I don't apologize too much. I do both. <laughs> oh, I totally do both. A lot. Yeah. I yeah, I'm really both. sorry, but that's not accurate. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Oh, sorry, Please excuse me for speaking out of turn there. And but, no one, no but. one says excuse me when they're walking like on the sidewalk, in the states. Really? And I'm like, excuse me, excuse, excuse me, excuse. Me. I'm like not even near people. Like that's just how I walk, <laughs> constantly so, saying excuse me. I'm trying to figure out how to write a joke right now about like apologetic and unapologetic. Cause like, yeah. like if I'm being eulogized, no one's ever going to be. She was an unapologetic ex. Cause I've never been unapologetic about anything in my goddamn life. Yeah. Like I am sorry for even being on this podcast right <laughs> yeah. now. I'm sorry for breathing on a regular basis. <laughs> Pretty oh much, gosh. right? So that's. I wonder if that's a Canadian thing or a woman thing or a woman Canadian thing. It's probably worse. The combo. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, probably. So sorry, sorry, sorry. I've been thinking a lot about like what my eulogy would be like because I'm listening to murder podcasts all the time. And because you were so sad writing PhD <laughs> she, application. She died doing what she loved, getting murdered. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, there's this like it's, it's there's something mostly, slightly fitting about it's it. It's mostly women who listen to these true crime stuff. This is a thing, like, it's a documented phenomenon that yeah. women are into true crime stuff because it, like, makes us think we're preparing our brains to fight back Ex- when exactly. it happens to us. Yeah. And, like, well, like, now... I know all the tricks that murderers use. Well, the, exactly. I'm <laughs> like, well... tips for avoiding murder in my bullet <laughs> Okay, one, one is that, like, if someone pulls you over and they say, like, they're a cop or something, like, you gotta get them to move their finger to show, like, the face. Like, get them to give you their badge. You don't know what's happening. You don't know if it's a real cop. Like, murderers pretend to be security guards and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's... I've watched plenty of The Blacklist and Elementary and... Oh, I Eminem haven't watched those. Yeah, I watch... And all of the SVUs. Yeah. yeah, I love procedural dramas. Oh, okay. See, I never really got into procedurals, but I just love true crime. And and I listen to this one, which is, yeah, my favorite murder, which is two uh, women, and one of them is, like, a stand-up comedian. It's Kilgariff. Yeah, yeah Kilgariff. Yeah, yeah, who I love. She's so funny. Love, love, love. And actually, like, when I was in Los Angeles, I was like, maybe I'll run into them. 
Maybe you'll get murdered and then they'll talk about me. <laughs> no, but, like, I, I feel like it's a... But one thing, I went to go see them live, and when I saw them live, like, they would announce what murder they were talking about, and, like, people would cheer when they heard the murder, and I'm like, well, that's not how I listen to this, exactly. That's weird. That's yeah. a little bit odd. Yeah, so I'm like... And my, I love murder. I was with my brother, and my brother just turned to me, he's like, I think we're here for different reasons <laughs> than these people. <laughs> so, like, I don't really want, like, um you know, a, a Ted Bundy portrait on my wall. Oh, did you know Zac Efron's playing Ted Bundy? What? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In, like, a biopic? Yes. Oh, wait, no, I was thinking of John Wayne Gacy. I was oh, like, no. that doesn't make a lick of sense to no, me. No, 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 no. Ted Bundy was Handsomer. Okay. Yeah. yeah Ted handsomer. Bundy was the hot murderer. Oh, God. Well, yeah, same with, like, Richard... Ramirez or whatever anyway the Night Stalker but uh but I still I mean like I still I like I can't I, I Zac Efron playing Ted Bundy is gonna be and like I'm horrified that I'm like I'm gonna watch this like I'm so excited do you for like this. Zac Efron no oh okay well I mean maybe I don't know like he's just kind of like a guy that was in a bunch of Disney things he's but... just kind of like a guy <laughs> I was watching um speaking of kind of like a guy I yeah. was watching um Road to Perdition last night which I haven't seen probably since it came out but I remember really liking it yeah me too I and remember the little it kid well. in it uh like this 12 year old boy is his name is Tyler Hoechlin or Hoch Hochlin or something okay. like that and he's it, he's every, like, beige leading man now. He's, like, 27 now. He's really? very handsome. Mm-hmm. He was a beautiful child. What's and he, he been grew in up to, now? Uh, like, One Tree Hill and, like, all of these things on the CW and, like, oh, a couple movies and things like that. Yeah. Like, he's he's quite good looking. Um, but, yeah, I was like, oh, he that's what he grew up to be, I guess. He was in this Sam Mendes movie and now he's just a, just a sort of blandly handsome man. Yeah. yeah. Like Jughead. He's he's got a more unique. Yeah, it's true. Look. But yeah, I mean, I never, I I would never put together that he was Ross's son on Friends. Yeah, that's weird. What? Yeah, oh, yeah. That, that was that was those kids. The Sweet Life with Zach and Cody yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he was Ross's son. I rewatched. He all was Adam Friends. Sandler's son in Big Daddy. In Big Daddy, I loved Big Daddy as a kid. <sighs> yeah, I loved that movie. Like I thought Adam Sandler and I was gonna get. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Oh. oh, he's not. When you said blandly handsome, I thought he would be more sandy blonde. But yeah, he's me got, too. No, he's, he's very, the, very handsome, but he, he looks also like looks like every guy who's on TV right yeah, now. Yeah. Pretty much, he, he looks, looks like, like he would play a werewolf. He looks something. like Ian Somhelder's yeah. brother, mm-hmm. or like uh, Lucifer's brother. Yeah, or he's, like he's, yeah, he's everyone's brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He he could if he were slightly more Hispanic, he could be on. Uh, I mean, if he was Latino, not Hispanic, yeah. that's just language, but he could be on Jane the Virgin, you know, he yeah. could be like uh, one of the telenovelas stars or something yeah, like I, that. I, I love that, that show. Yeah. He's got some, the best What is show. up with CW? They're killing it? They're just, uh, they're doing everything right. Are C- is CW putting out Jane the Virgin? Yeah. Jane the Virgin, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, and Riverdale. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Oh, because they've got, like, a... Well, the thing is, is they've, like, really gotten into bed with Netflix, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. they have, like, a really strong distribution yeah. And they do, them. like, the weekly releases with that, which is killer. Yeah. Which is killer. the bomb. I'm so glad I that I get to watch fucking Jane the Virgin. So exciting. Yeah. And CBC is doing that now, too. I guess I did that with Anne, which I won't watch. Because, like, Megan Follows is my only Anne. Yeah, people are really, really rabid about that. I never saw the original. I never read the books. I would watch that. I would be allowed to stay home from school to watch that with my sister. Wow. Yeah, That's like every, every man has been uh, has been compared to Gilbert Blythe in my entire life. Swoosh. Right yeah, it's head. it's it's like I well I was I read all of Little House on the Prairie. I, read See, all I like of those Anna books Green a Gables. lot. Bad Green Gables and uh, whatever else from Prince Edward Island. Like I went to the cottage and everything, but I'm like I've never read the books. Uh, <laughs> what a waste! I have never been. <gasps> well, Cavendish is beautiful. It's been wasted on you. <laughs> you could <can> go. <laughs> I have no money! <laughs> Ever! You'll be in Toronto, just, like, walk there. Just make it part of your PhD. I, well, that's actually my whole plan for travel, is just go to conferences yeah. where I want to go. Which, like, I didn't really understand on my master's, so I would just go to conferences. But then I ended up places where I'm like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be in Middleton, Delaware. Or yeah, whatever. like, you, I was like... This, Hi, I'm in Delaware. <laughs> like, this used to correspond with my interests, and I'm like, fuck, I should have gone to, like, Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii conference. Totally. My partner, that was his first conference this in Hawaii. Oh my god, what's his PhD in? Uh, well, he did that in his MA, and in his MA he wrote about conspiracy theories. Oh. Uh, in his, and, and skate culture, and random stuff like that, so. Oh. But now he writes about, like, labor. 
in the States, factory labor and mm. stuff like that. Oh, man, you guys are quite the couple. I know. We <laughs> both write about labor. It's so <laughs> cute. I just had to say that uh, back to Zac Efron. Yes. Past guest Allison wrote a song about Zac Efron. Now we played in our band, and it's one of our like best songs. Really? It's called Zephron? It's called Zachary. Oh. And it's, it, does it specify that it's Zac Efron? No, it doesn't. Does it talk about being 17 again? No. Is she horny for Zac Efron? Yes. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's like, it doesn't... You He's an adult bad now. You couldn't yeah. tell, like, that it was about him at all, but we know. And now you we all know. know. I do, I do have a tendency now to start Googling uh, guys' ages. Oh, just in case. Just, just in, in case. case. Oh my God, all the time. And I never did that before, but I think once past 25, I started doing it. Well, because, yeah, it could be gross. It could be gross. It could be and so, so gross. I, like, yeah, I looked up Jughead's age. He's 24. It's fine. It's not, ille- um, it's not illegal for me to smooch someone who's 22, but I would feel kind of weird about exactly. it. Exactly. Like, I, it's like, yeah, so who else did I look up? The, from uh, my mad fat, fat diary. diary? Yeah, the, whatever his name was, her lover on it. I really I, need to watch that show. It's amazing. Um, I looked him up, and I was like, Phew, okay, we're okay. It's fine. Yeah, I find myself doing most that of a lot. The, most of the sexy teens are older. Yeah, exactly. Time. Like, my, my partner came in and was like, is Veronica of age? And I was like, one sec. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> well, yeah, but I think my problem is that I'm, I'm very, like, you were, you went crazy on this on Twitter last night about, like, I, if, I wish more women look like Justin Bieber. Basically, oh I wish Justin Bieber was a girl, because I would date this girl. And I'm like, I'm very attracted to women who look like young men. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it's a young man. And I'm like, oh, no. Thank you're you. you're like, no, pass. Because pass. the women that look like young men are usually at least in their mid-20s. Yeah. yeah. Usually. Yeah. But the young men are usually like 17, 18, 19, 20. And I'm like, disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's become like, like, I remember, you know, uh, my friends when they were 18 dating like 30 two-year-olds. Yeah, it was gross. Like, it was gross. Like, it was concerning back then, but now I'm like, oh, it's fucking disgusting. Mm -hmm. Because it, like, it's, uh, what do you talk about? Like, what do you talk about? Mm -hmm. I have nothing in common with someone who's 20. Like, we could, we could be friends, maybe, but. Well, like, my. Life experience. If you were, like, doing a similar thing, like, some. Life experiences are so different. Yeah. Yeah, and, and my, um, my, my partner's cousin is 16, and she's, like, a little sister of me. She's amazing. But she's, like, a little sister to me. She's a baby child. She's a, yeah, she's a little sister. She's a little baby child. She's, like, I. I couldn't imagine being like, yeah, I want to date one of her friends. Like, ew, ew, that's, like, the most revolting thing in the world to me. <laughs> and, like, then the idea, she's, you know, she said, uh, I was like, Mia, just, like, don't date guys who are that much older until, if you're, if you're out of high school. Yeah. And you're both, like, in university. And I'm fine with, like, you know, May-December romances or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you have Once to get. Once you're 25, all bets are off. Yeah. But what do you talk about? Honestly, mm-hmm. honestly, what do you talk about? It's I like I couldn't imagine it feeling like anything but babysitting, <laughs> or like really gross porn. What does your Snapchat look like? <laughs> exactly, especially now oh, where Lord, it's yeah. like the gulf widens, man. Yeah, it widens and widens with technology too. Mm-hmm. And like some young people are eschewing technology entirely. Like one of my niece, my my niece who is seventeen does not have a Facebook page. What? Yeah, and she really doesn't use her cell phone for anything but like texting. Well, I mean, like, like when I was a teenager, that's when we started like buying records again, and that's when like. That's when bands started putting out like albums, like records instead of LPs and things. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we're just regression in, in bits and then pushing forward in others, and the yeah, the gulf widens. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I try. I mean, I try to like. I think it's really important to find out what teenage girls like because I'm like, this is this is what they're being fed. So like, I watched Thirteen Reasons Why, mm. and then cried <laughs> forever. Forever and ever. And forever and ever. Because I was like, I think it's important to know what young women mm-hmm. are watching mm-hmm. and interacting with. So, like, yeah, I'm going to listen to Taylor Swift and then enjoy it too much. <laughs> there was that post that was like, Taylor Swift's been too quiet lately. She's going to drop an album on it. It's going to be on fucking every radio station for the next three years. Yeah, it's like, be prepared. Yeah, brace yourself. Be prepared. <laughs> Be prepared for a Taylor Swift comeback. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. Yeah, that was great. I just got the right number of syllables. That's all I can take credit for. (laughs) (laughs) 
One thing that made me really happy in the last couple days is Chelsea Manning got out of prison. Yay, Chelsea Manning And, and is she's, free. like, totally, like, a cute, like, trans girl Instagrammer. Right yeah, she's showing us like, a little side she titty. She is? A little she's bit. On, she, just, she had, like, a really cute picture, and then it's just, like, here's a piece of my pizza that I'm eating, here's me playing video games, and I was, like... Here's my shoes. And I was, like... She's totally gonna post about watching wrestling soon. I'm pretty I sure love that's like. Her is that a trans girl stereotype? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh really? my god, it super is. Playing yeah. video games and loving wrestling. Not every trans girl I know loves wrestling, but all of them like video games. Yeah. And but most of them like wrestling. Yeah. A really yeah, large I do amount. Know a lot that like video games. <laughs> but that I was just fun. I thought that was so cute and she just looks really good and happy and I'm like if if Chelsea Manning just becomes like a little Instagram star, that would be like the cutest it. thing. Like just be so basic. They just start the like sending her free ever. lip gloss and stuff. Yeah, yes. be great. If yeah. I have no, just pull up her picture. Please yeah. do. Yeah. So Here I am, everyone. <gasps> oh, she's adorable. <laughs> Isn't that so lovely? Little yeah. side boob. Oh little my gosh, little, little minx. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, anyway, she's super. So that cute. made me really happy today. Aww. I was like, oh, just like next you'll be posing with a pumpkin spice latte. That's like, great. That's all I want. Live your basic life. Yeah. Just, You've been through so much. Yeah. So Live your basic I believe she's playing a PS3 in this picture because that would probably have been the last one that she had before <laughs> having to go to prison. <laughs> but. That's so cute. Anyway. We should start a GoFundMe campaign. She's got one. Get her a PS4. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, they, they did a GoFundMe for her first year of freedom, and I think that they bypassed their goal really recently, uh, which is great yeah, and amazing. awesome, and she deserves it. But there's also this uh, a trans elder from New York City named uh, Miss Major Griffin Gacy, oh, yeah. who uh, wants to retire, basically, because I mean, she was at Stonewall, right? She's, yeah. she's old. Uh, and she's been sort of propping up the trans guy. I think she's in L.A. now. But yeah, she's, she's allowed to take a nap. Yeah, she's tired, and she needs a retirement fund be- because she hasn't worked for, like, a place that gives her a pension or anything yeah. like that in forever. She really basically needs $200,000 to sort of, it, like, ensure that her later years will be well provided yeah. for. And it's stalled out at, like, 86 or something. It's been stalled out like that for 40 mm-hmm. months. Yeah, yeah, I find... Something like that, yeah. I mean, it's all about, like, what name is the most popular, right? Yeah. And And, of course, yeah, like, Chelsea Manning deserves everything she gets and I'm so happy that she can live a more comfortable mm-hmm. lifestyle mm-hmm. now and that's amazing and yeah I do want her to get pumpkin spice lattes and a PS4 absolutely um, I want her to have everything she wants but mm-hmm. it is hard sometimes when those people who are less spoken about yeah mm-hmm. um, but have worked so hard to make it so that you know she was able to transition yeah. in prison yeah. like you know I really the thing that kind of gets me is that the people who I, of course there's a lot of really shitty people commenting on things that well, she's posting yeah. naturally oh, that's just gonna awful. happen yeah. uh, but people are like well, why she's like, a, she's like a traitor and it's like well uh, only if you consider uh, allegiance to protecting human lives in general to like be more important than pre- protecting your country, like with yeah. absolutely no critical thought about it, because she basically did end the Iraq War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's pretty much responsible for that, mm-hmm. in, yeah. at least indirectly and directly as well. But yeah, her yeah, the information that she leaked was basically made the public turn its public opinion, and yeah, yeah, yeah like up. how many lives were saved. Thousands of her taking that step. Yeah. Yeah. Which I I can't even imagine. The risk involved is so huge. Yeah. Like, that is beyond me. Like, I watched. um, She's younger than we are. That's wild. She's 29. She's been in prison since she was 22. Hmm. Oh my gosh. For some reason, I didn't realize that was that long. Because it feels like all this stuff feels like yesterday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, it feels like not long ago that it all happened. I agree. That's shocking. But she went to jail in 2010. Yeah, man. It was so long ago. It feels like it was two seconds ago. I know. I still think it's 2012 all the time. Like, my brain gets stuck in 2012. like, thank God the world's gonna end in December. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, whoo! My my partner, we met in 2012, and he told me, he's like, yeah, if nothing happens in December, I think I'm gonna have to stop liking, like, conspiracy theory stuff so much. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, But if we die, I'm gonna feel really validated. Um, Just something happened. Yeah. Just something. Something. He just wants something Like a little earthquake or something. Just Just something. Oh, yeah, I think he lost a little face. Oh, that's, that's too bad. Have you uh, have you guys been watching uh, American Gods? No, not yet. I think you'd like it. I hear that it's being made so that um, it can build enough credibility to get the Sandman comics made. Ooh. I've heard the same. And I want it to be true. And I think that would be great. And it's a really fun... And it's just like what you said about you got to keep the faith uh, was really a lot in the last episode, which is... 
called Head Full of Snow. Have you read the book ever? No, I haven't. It's excellent. I I realize that I haven't read it either, which is wild. I got a copy from I read a Nancy Boys, but I didn't read... That's funny because it's a sequel. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know. But uh, yeah, he he just... uh, His... The man he works for, Mr. Wednesday, says, I, I have a plan, but it's really going to need some snow to pull it off. So just think snow. He's like, what? Think snow? That's insane. I, fine, I'll think snow, I guess. So he's sitting at a Kinko's, like, thinking about snow, imagining ice crystals forming on the copiers and snow blowing in through the Kinko's and stuff. And then it starts snowing. He's like, did I make that happen? Yes. Did I do that? It's like, well, I, I can either tell you you did or tell you you didn't. And and if I, if I tell you you did, then you get to go the rest of your life thinking that you have control over the weather. Yeah. And it's just like, so just like have a little faith, basically. Yeah. So the whole show is just about what, what faith, like faith makes things manifest, makes things real. And that yeah. sounds like, po- like the power of positive thinking or the law of attraction or something like that. But like, it's, the secret. it's just about the nature mm-hmm. of reality, right? Yeah, like yeah. it's a subjective experience. And if you believe it's real, then it's real to you, then it's real. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I so really, I love that about the show. I really liked it. And now like. I need to, like, let a few episodes go by so that I can build it up, because it was fun to watch, like, three in a row. That's what I'm doing with The Handmaid's Tale. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. 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 I have to let it build up. It's... Rory Gilmore got so good. It's so good. <laughs> I'm so Thank happy. God. Finally. <laughs> Finally. Like, I love Gilmore Girls, but she was not good. <laughs> no. No, no, no. I think this is a slightly more spare dialogue, probably. And, and then Alias Grace is coming out, too. That's crazy. Margaret Atwood so is things. just getting her time to shine, and I know we're bitter at her, yeah, but... Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'm still mad at her, but she's still her, a really fucking great Her work writer. is good, so why not turn the work into something well, awesome? Well, I, yeah. I was actually telling my friend today, I'm just like, I'm always mad at Margaret Atwood for making me love her so much. <laughs> like, I'm so bitter. And then taking it away. And then my other friend who... Margaret Atwood is like a huge basis for one of her chapters in her dissertation. I thought you said bassist. Oh no. This is Margaret Atwood is the bassist in my sick that band. That would be great. I would love that. But yeah, so she um she was saying she's like I think Margaret Atwood hates women. She's like I'm pretty sure. Mm. Maybe. Self-hating woman, maybe. Well, yeah, like from that generation maybe. Like my grandma had that, not that Margaret Atwood is anywhere near my old like my grandmother's yeah. age, but like that kind of thing of just like well, like, you stop acting so stupid like a stupid woman then and you'll get ahead and it's fine. Like, you have to, like, eschew all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I guess she's pretty progressive for, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, for, like, a hundred million years old. Yeah. She is, like, 80. I think she's 78 or something. Yeah. Like that. But she's oh, pretty... well, then she was pretty close to my grandma. Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty old. Uh, there's this thing in the English department in the sixth floor of my building that I work in at, at work, at school, at... SFU. I'm having a lot of trouble. Do you want to give your exact office number? It, it, it's getting really warm in here. I feel like I'm being interrogated. Okay. We can, we can we, stop pretty soon. Should we put a light on you? There is a bare light bulb! Oh, God, yes. I'll talk. I'll talk. Sometimes I go up there and think about, because she's got this poster, of, or they have a poster of Margaret Atwood up there. It has her birthday, 1937 or whatever. Oh, wow. And it's got a dash to nothing. And I wanted to take a post and write forever on it or something. Then that would be my like magic spell that keeps Margaret Atwood alive forever. Yeah, yeah keep writing, girl. But yeah, I was just now I'm mad at her. Now I'm like gonna put a question mark on the, like till like, I'm done with her, or just put forever. <laughs> you can do both. You can accomplish she, both till she figures her shit out. Yeah. Or... Well, I do. I mean, like it is so hard though when someone you admire so much does something that it's just not quite like that's why I, yeah. I, I've kind of stopped reading biographies. People I like. Yeah. <laughs> Don't call. get to know them too well. Good like, call. Do you know what? I'm going to keep that at arm's distance. Well, like I said that, you know, when you're like, Jughead's hot, I'm like, but isn't he bad? Didn't we find out something bad about him? Aren't we not? Like aren't we guy? against him today? What does the discourse have to say I about know. Cole Sprouse? And, and like, I hate that a lot. And then I also follow it as well. Yeah, and I, I just know. Like, How bad was it? Fine. <laughs> yeah, and then you like look it up, and it's like realizing Elizabeth Moss was a Scientologist. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. and then she's starring in The Handmaid's Tale, and it's just very so confusing. Oh, and I'm just like, was she, and then I keep trying to find excuses for her. I'm like, well, was she born into it? Yeah. Because I mean, that's brainwashing. It's true. I mean, but you, so you just mentioned Elizabeth Moss, which just made me think of something that I wasn't necessarily trying to say for the podcast. I just meant to talk to you about it, which is that. Uh, past guest, awesome Graham Clark is opening for Fred Armisen tonight. What? Oh, and, great. Well, well I mean, Fred Armisen is I know, a creep. But no, wait, him. what? Fred Armisen's a oh, huge creep. Fucking hell! Why? Yeah, he was like a sociopath and cheated on Elizabeth Moss a bunch, and was like, I guess I was just like, I wanted to be mean to her once she liked me. Oh, <laughs> so I like, thought they broke up because she was a Scientologist. No, it's because he's like a sociopath. Mm-hmm. 
So, sorry. Oh, no. I brought everybody down. <laughs> it's like when I was, uh, It's it, this is when I found out Jason Lee was a Scientologist. I was a bit, apparently Will Smith isn't. So I'm just going to believe that. Yeah, no, I think they, that family follows Smithology. As I'm, well they should. I know. Yeah, I'm like, they're doing quite well. Us. Yeah, they and truly do exemplify, like, black, hashtag black excellence. Yeah, yeah. their kids are so cool. They're I, so cool. I actually cool. really, really like Jaden so much. Oh my god, they're such him pricks. And, him in the get down is so good, though. They are pricks, but they're so cute. They're so cool I, yeah, and beautiful. I'm rewatching The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air from the beginning. Nah. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's still pretty held good. held up. Yeah. And I'm like, Uncle Phil's, like, the best. He's a good man. He's a good man. I miss James Avery. He was sweet. Like, he, like, the first episode, all this talk of, like, Malcolm X. And I'm like, how did I... I mean, I, I was like, how did I miss this? Because I was, like, three. It was intensely political. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Like... We were, like, little white kids. It's hard to... Yeah. We were like, it's funny. He's talking weird. Like... Yeah, well, yeah. Well, the episode where... racist white kids. Where, where Carlton and Will get, like, pulled over. Yeah, so I was watching the cops that. put him in jail. And then, a very special and then episode. Uncle Phil shows up and he's like... Did you let them call their lawyers? No, you didn't, because we're their lawyers. We're also their parents. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was just like, like mm, take care. So if you uh, just like growing in stature as he speaks, it's like mm, Uncle Phil. I find him actually very attractive. Watching yeah. it again, I'm like, capable, he's, capable. He's sexy dad. Now that we're like, now that we understand, like, oh yes, okay, dad bod's a thing. I guess we allow it. We'll allow it. And it's like, mm, but can be I sexy. want have a mom bod. How about how about all bods are good bods? Yeah. But, you know, of course, the the world's only ever going to truly accept variation in men, so. Yeah, exactly. It's like, do you know what? I think it's really great that this man is on TV that's like, like when, when Seth Rogen became like a love interest. Yeah. And they were like, I think this is really great. And I was like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Bravo. Yawn. Yawn, <laughs> like, Good job. You've accomplished so much for the world. Hooray. And then, I, so every, like, famous chubby girl just has to be on, like, yes, I have so much confidence, even though I'm fat. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm pretty of... for a fat girl. Oh, like, God. All of my storylines revolve around that. Yeah. Anyway, I want to go have a beach body outside right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the outdoor pool is open, and I kind of just want to body yes. on a beach. That's a beach body. Yeah. Ugh. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or, like, getting ready for my summer bod. That's my body with more popsicles in it. More popsicles. Yes. <laughs> yeah. My summer bod is, uh, I move. Yeah. In my body. <laughs> yeah. Which in the popsicles. winter I don't move yeah. my body. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's... I really want a popsicle now. I'm going to go get a cyclone. Yeah, I it. Oh, it's my favorite. I just want to make cucumber gin and tonic popsicles. <gasps> that sounds delightful. But we have to wait for that, so I'll get a cyclone first. Okay. Okay, thanks everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.